0: Federal Drive is presented by GEHA, Government Employees Health Association, proudly providing health and dental benefits to federal employees and their families. Visit GEHA.com.
1: Industry and government agree it is time to overhaul the cloud security program known as FedRAMP. For much of the last decade, cloud providers and cloud buyers have mostly agreed with the spirit and intent of the Federal Risk Authorization and Management Program to standardize and make use of secure cloud services easier. In his reporter's notebook, Federal News Network's Jason Miller explores how the new draft FedRAMP memo is expected to remedy ongoing problems of FedRAMP. Jason joins me now and this came out October. What are they trying to do here?
2: There's several different changes that they're trying to push out here and I think a lot of it is in reaction and feedback from industry from agencies. And really, you know, Tom, remember FedRAMP came out in 2011. You and I were around. We remember those early days and how exciting it was. And I think after 12 years, there's been a lot of change in, in the cloud world and in government. So the first, one of the first big things they're doing is the Joint Authorization Board. This is a, the oversight board that's, you know, you've got to get the JAB authorization for government-wide cloud services. They're changing that into more of an oversight board that is more like the Technology Modernization Fund, a TMF board. They're also creating a six-person technical advisory group underneath that new oversight board, the FedRAMP board. Now, the other thing they're doing is the focus on automation and continuous monitoring, with GSA leading an effort to really establish a means of automating security assessments and reviews. And the FedRAMP PMO, Program Management Office, in coordination with this new board, with CISA, is going to establish a framework for continuous monitoring of cloud services and products. All of that is laid out in this draft memo, roles, responsibilities for GSA, the new FedRAMP board, the technical advisory group, NIST, and and agencies more broadly. Now, as I said, Tom, this was the first update since 2011. There's been some evolution of FedRAMP. We remember FedRAMP ready, FedRAMP tailored. There's been pilots that have been built around automation. But really, this is a really significant change. And I think multiple federal experts I spoke with are very excited for this change.
1: Yeah, you spoke to several industry and federal tech types. And I guess, what was their initial reaction to the draft memo, especially with respect to getting some of the time and expense out of FedRAMP authorization, something the vendors have complained about continuously since it launched.
2: You're absolutely right. I, when I spoke with five industry, two government experts, uh, again, they all applauded OMB's efforts. Uh, they applauded them from a communication perspective, more importantly, for sharing the memo, seeking comments, trying to ensure that OMB and FedRAMP didn't miss anything. In fact, one agency CIO I talked with, and and they even called themselves a reluctant user of FedRAMP over the years, said the restructuring and augmenting of the governance process is one of the most important changes. This CIO tells me the jab started out strong, but over the last few years, and they said, whether it's the pandemic or other reasons, it's really been a challenging organization, has not been as agile as it really needs to be. Uh, And I think that that's reflected in the changes in the memo. Another agency I O told me the tag, this group of six security experts from across the government will also be an important change. They hope that the tag comes up with a more consistent way to assess risk, one that agencies can easily understand, accept and kind of relieve some of the burden that has built up over the years. So I think those are two big points the governance inside. I also spoke with Stephen Kovac, the chief compliance officer and head of global government affairs at Zscaler. He says there's some concerns about losing this marquee of the jab, right? If you went through a jab, Authorization that was a real big feather in your your cap, and I think that you know, an agencies and government uh, contractors spent millions of dollars to earn that approval. But Tom, overall, and I think Willie Hicks, the public sector chief technologist for Dynatrace, really summed up what many agencies and industry experts why they're excited about this new approach to FedRAMP. After again these years of smaller changes like FedRAMP Ready. And FedRAMP tailored. I think those were attempts to make the process easier, more attainable for for more companies and SaaS providers. But for lack of a better term, they were almost like patches or band-aids. They really didn't address the fundamental problems. And I think you know. And I should when I say problems, I I, I go back to originally. I think FedRAMP being geared towards kind of the infrastructure and um, platform as a service type of offerings. Um, not really, I think, as much geared towards sas. I, I I don't think it accounted for a lot of the problems that we see today, especially, you know, you look at the vast number of SaaS um, platforms out there. Again, that's Willie Hicks, the public sector chief technologist for Dynatrace.
1: All right. And then getting to that specific issue of cost and time for vendors, OMB, are they taking steps to get at that issue directly?
2: I think they are. I think and this is what the driving factor behind this revamp of FedRAMP has been is, is this idea. It just takes too long. It costs too much, millions of dollars, months and months of time, you know, and, and that's if you're lucky. Uh, and then the other piece of it, and it's related, is this drive to more software as a service. I think there's more seeking authorization. If you look at the 400 plus that have been authorized, a strong majority already are SaaS providers. But many of them are not these small and medium businesses that, again, the cost and time commitment is just huge for them. I and mean, because OMB is recognizing that the more agencies want SaaS products and services, more agencies want to get through this process, you know, want want the vendors to get through the process more quickly. They want to use automation, continuous monitoring to reduce cost, accelerate the time for approval, but not lose any rigor. And in fact, John Harmon, who leads the Elastic U.S. public sector cyber solutions business, says automation really should drive down costs and make things go faster and let a lot more SaaS companies into the market.
3: How do we get SaaS-based companies excited about wanting to get into FedRAMP? Because I hear more small companies say they don't want to do it. It's too much of a headache, too expensive for them to kind of do for any kind of new new innovation.
2: Along with John Harmon from Elastic, I also spoke with Jason Weiss. He's the chief operating officer of Testify Sec, a software startup that focuses on securing the software supply chain. He's also the former Defense Department chief software officer, so he knows FedRampa a little well. He says the automation controls and continuous monitoring are are really part of needing to re-educate chief information security officers other authorizing officials, and others about how these processes work. But he says the use of OSCAL, the Open Security Controls Assessment Language, this is something that FedRAMP has piloted over the years, would be a very key piece to this automation effort. The devil's in the details and the number of tools that support OSCAL, and more importantly, the number of tools across the federal government that can actually integrate and share that information. And so I think the challenge with the automation, in my opinion, is if somebody uploads a machine readable format like OSCAL to FedRAMP to say, hey, here's my proof, where is that going to be stored in the FedRAMP environment? And how does a member of, uh, say, the DOD or the member of Department of Veterans Affairs or even DHS... Gain access to that and actually make sense and make a risk informed decision. Weiss from Testify Sec says this transparency will actually be one of their biggest challenges to make this automation very successful.
1: All right, so now the draft memo is out, and what should people expect next? What's coming in the next few months here to get this thing actually implemented?
2: Almost everyone I spoke with says, I want to see more details. Show me more than just the memo, right? But in the meantime, Tom, comments are due December 22nd. OMB has uh, extended that through December 22nd, the comment period. So another 60 days, 90 days, maybe more until that memo is finalized. And then, again, once that memo comes out, I think what industry and government are going to be looking for is some sort of strategy or implementation plan from the FedRAMP Program Management Office. How are they going to take everything that calls for the memo and really put that into motion? I talked with uh, Jim Rivas, the CEO of the Cloud Security Alliance. And a key metric he'll be paying attention to over the next year or more is is that number of cloud service providers getting through the low and moderate accreditation processes. He says that that really will be a key metric for, hey, did these changes work? Zscalers Kovac says he'd like to see more details about where CISA fits into this discussion. There's little to no mention of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, specifically in FedRAMP memo. And he says, listen, we know their role in cybersecurity management oversight has only increased over the last five years. What role will they be playing? He wants to see that connection. And then finally, one of the agency CIOs I spoke with told me they'll be looking for better interoperability, collaboration among agencies and the FedRAMP program office, reduce burden, reduce time, make it easier, make it more secure. And of course, Uh, reciprocity is always one everyone looks at. So a couple key metrics there, Tom, that, again, we'll be looking at over the next year, 18 months.
1: All right. Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Thanks so much.
2: My pleasure, Tom.
1: And once again, OMB has extended that comment period to FedRAMP draft memo. You've got till December 22nd. We've got a link to it and to Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.